Hello and welcome to Lyle's Mystery Theater, a subcast to the Halloween podcast. When the Halloween podcast was doing its first run, I played some old-time radio dramas from shows like The Price of Fear, Quiet Please, and The Hall of Fantasy. Those episodes, they got mixed reviews, as some people loved them, and other people, they didn't necessarily hate them, but uh, they enjoyed the other type of Halloween podcasts that I did. So I decided to do this subcast every Monday so I can share my favorite old-time radio episodes, and we can still have the same regular The Halloween Podcasts on Friday. Lyle's Mystery Theater will follow the same format. I will introduce the episode, play it, and then close out the show. For this episode, I want to share one of my favorite stories from The Hall of Fantasy. This one is entitled Demon of the Night. It originally aired on April 13th, 1953. It's a fun story about a stranger who comes into town and brings a dark secret with him. So without further ado, enjoy the show. Now for our story, an original tale of fantasy by Richard Thorne entitled The Demon of the Night. There are two ways of looking at it. Either one believes that they died accidentally from natural causes, or else we have to admit that there was something in the darkness waiting for them waiting for anyone who would be unsuspecting enough to walk alone at night. I leave it up to you. Decide for yourself whether Raphael Sebastian was a maniacal killer, or whether he was what so many people have called him, a creature of the darkness spawned in the mind of evil in the darkness of night, running at all fours to leap upon his unsuspecting victim. He came to our town on the midnight train. Why I happened to be there at the station, I attribute to restlessness. Sheriff Craig was there, too. Who's that? Ken Parker, Sheriff. What are you doing down here? I couldn't sleep. She's right on time. Yeah. Why did you come down here? I don't know. I figured I might as well walk down to the station and see who might be getting off the midnight train. Then you knew he was coming tonight. Who was coming? Sebastian. You mean the man who brought the old Claymore place? That's right. No, I didn't know. I'm kind of anxious to see you. It's funny the way he brought the place, wasn't it? Yeah. Calling up at night when the real estate office was shut down. Have an old Matt Ryerson describe the place to him over the phone. Then mail him a check from that. Craig's my name. 
Now, this is Ken Parker. I'm pleased to meet you. How do you do? Did you come down here to see me? Yes and no. Uh, what do you mean by that? I was kind of interested in you. I mean, the way you bought the old Glamour place and everything. I wanted to see the man who bought it over the telephone. And besides, I couldn't sleep. Who told you I was coming? Old Matt Ryerson, the real estate agent. And you, Mr. Parker, why did you come down? I don't know, Mr. Sebastian. I guess I couldn't sleep either. Well, it's rather late. You should not... Oh, here he comes. I must talk to him about being late. It's been very pleasant meeting you, gentlemen. I hope that we may meet again quite soon. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sebastian. I imagine we'll be seeing you around. I imagine you will, Sheriff. Good night. Good night. I got a funny feeling about that man, Ken. How do you mean? I can't explain it. His eyes look sort of uh, funny. And his hands. Did you notice his hands? Yes, I did. Notice how they were just covered with hair? Thick and furry, just like an animal. I was a little surprised that the sheriff had fastened upon the same things I had. There was only one light on the deserted station platform, but Raphael Sebastian had stopped directly beneath it while he waited for his car. There was something strange about his eyes. But the thing which had set an unaccountable tremor of fear through me was his hands. They were small hands, graceful and well-formed. They were covered with a thick coating of hair, and as Craig had said, they did remind one of the fur of an animal. Perhaps I should mention that I own the paper in this small town we live in. It was always news to us to note the departures and arrivals in the town. So I knew that Saturday, when the Gazette came out, it would have an item about Sebastian's arrival. Both Sheriff Craig and I lived in the outskirts of the town. So I drove him back to his house and stopped in for a cup of coffee. I hope you don't mind it being a little strong. That's the way I like it, Sheriff. Sue always makes it so weak I can't stand to drink the stuff. Tastes like dirty dishwater. Cream and sugar? No, no, I like it black. <laughs> Appreciate the flavor, huh? Mm, so do I. Paper getting along all right? Mm-hmm. You've been doing a good job since your father died, Ken. I didn't... Listen. Yeah. I hear it. Must be a dog. Ain't no dog. No dog ever howls like that. And what is it? Haven't been any of those critters anywhere near here in a long time. You mean that's a wolf? That's what it is. Shot a lot of them when I was young. Probably out looking for food. Maybe. There it is again. And it gives you the creeps, don't it? A little. Sounds like a big one. Maybe we'd better go up. What was that? I don't know. It sounded like a window breaking. Isn't any mistaking that sound? That was a scream. Come on, Sleeps at last. Mrs. Brady! Listen, that sounds like an animal. Come on! 
Yeah, let's go. All right. All that rain this morning has certainly turned into a nice day. Kind of a day I like to go fishing. Yeah, me too. I guess that servant of his must have come out early to get the house in order. He was the knocker kid. Good afternoon, Sheriff. Afternoon, Mr. Sebastian. Are you here on business? A little. I want you to come in, then. Thanks. You certainly cleaned it up in here. My servant, Carlos, was here for some time. Sit down if you will, huh? Now, what can I do for you? Last night, when you were driving out here, did you uh, see or hear anything? I don't understand. Like a wolf. A wolf. That's right. No, I didn't. Why do you ask? We had a killing in town last night. You mean someone was murdered? Yes. By a wolf. At least that's what we think it is. Uh, what happened? Was someone out walking? No, the wolf broke through a window to enter the house. Oh, that sounds impossible to believe. Yeah, I know. I just want to warn you, living way out here the way you do, to uh, make sure you have plenty of protection. Oh, do not worry, Sheriff. I am able to protect myself. Did the uh, animal leave any trail? Yes, he did. Yeah, but I couldn't follow it in the dark. And when it was light enough to see, a storm started and washed out the tracks. Oh, that's too bad. Well, you keep your eyes open, Mr. Sebastian. I will, Sheriff. Come on, Ken, let's go. We went outside and got into the car and started back to town. We'd driven for about five minutes before I realized that something was different about Sebastian. I think Sheriff Craig realized it at the same time. Sheriff? What? I just thought of something. So did I. You notice his hands? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. There was no hair on them at all. I thought we must have been mistaken the night before, but then I wasn't so sure. Both Sheriff Craig and I had seen his hands the night before. Both of us couldn't be mistaken. We didn't have much time for further speculation, however. I had to get back to the paper. I was behind in my work, and I had to make up for lost time. About 8 o'clock that evening, Alice came down to help me. We worked steadily until almost 11. You are first? Yeah. What time is it? Oh, almost 11. Well, I'd better get you home. Finish up in the morning. Well, I can go home alone if you want to stay here, Ken. No, Alice, I don't want you out in the streets now. Not where there's any chance of that animal returning. Let's go. I've never seen the town look so deserted at 11 o'clock. They're all afraid. Oh, look, there's your afraid. The sheriff. Uh, hello, Ken. I see you're wearing two guns here. That's right. Not going to take any chances. You walking Alice home, Ken? Yes. Well, I might as well go along with you. Everybody must be staying inside. No, not everybody, Sheriff. Look up there. Isn't that Matt Ryerson? Uh, I can't see too well. We need more street lights in this town. Oh. Yes, I heard it. I don't like this. There's an animal up there. It's 
coming to pieces. No, no, it's running away now. I missed him, doggone it. Matt. Matt, are you all right? The wolf with a human face. No. He's dead. Did you, did you hear what he said, Ken? He said a wolf with a human face. You are listening to the tale of the demon of the night on this week's journey down the corridors of the Hall of Fantasy. We'll return to our story in just a moment. Back now to our story, an original tale of fantasy by Richard Thorne entitled The Demon of the Night. Sheriff Craig and I were walking out his home. It was after 11 and the streets were deserted and dark. Old Matt Ryerson lay on the ground where he had fallen after the attack. Before our eyes, he died. Did you hear what he said, Ken? He said a, a wolf with a human face. I heard what he said. That thing out there in the darkness, whatever it is, it's got to be killed. What do you mean, Sheriff? Whatever it is. Just what I said. You think it's something besides a wolf? Well, I don't know for sure. What are we going to do with him? There's nothing much we can do. Isn't a pretty sight, is it? I guess I'll call Simmons. Then we'll drop you off, Alice. And then what? You'll come along, Ken. Then you and I'll follow the trail of that killer. Good thing that it did rain. Ground's pretty soft. Makes the trail easier to follow. We've been out for almost three hours. I know. I wonder if that critter knows what's following it. Aren't you endowing it with the faculty of reason? Maybe. No animal is capable of reasoning. That's where you're making a mistake. All animals can reason a little, and I know one that can reason a lot. There's only one animal. You mean a man. That's right, a man. A man that can take on the form of a wolf. That's not possible. You should listen to my wife talk. She can tell you some stories that will make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. A man that assumes the form of a wolf, that's only legend, folk belief. You figure it your way. I'll figure it mine. That critter's getting closer to us. You sure? Of course I am. We aren't tracking it anymore. It's tracking us. Maybe you've been wondering why I'm carrying two guns tonight. Well, here, yeah, one of them is for you. Thanks. Uh, we'd better stop. You, uh, notice which way we've been traveling? North. That's right. And what lies north of the town? Nothing. Except the old Claymore place. That's the way we've been heading. We aren't more than a half a mile away from it. You're really serious in believing that we're dealing with a werewolf. Dead serious. Listen. I heard something. Keep your eyes open. I can't see anything. Don't talk. Just shoot. Just look. Out. There it is. I see it. You hit it. Uh, we might as well stop. No sense shooting at the shadows. It's too far away by now. Did you notice which way we're going? North. Yeah, just about a half a mile towards the old Glamour place. You and me, we're going there too. We're going to pay Mr. Sebastian a visit. 
find your light again. Uh, yeah, that's right. There's the blood spot again. You got any doubts now where the trail ends? It's only 25 feet away from us. Look, the paw prints end here. That's right. And you see the bare footprints of a man. Now, do you believe me? I guess so. Now, when we get inside, you let me do most of the talking, all right? Use the knocker. Right. I wonder who'll answer the door, Sebastian or his servant. We don't have long to find out. I think someone's coming. Yes? Oh, it's, it's you, Sheriff Craig. Hey, Mr. Parker, what uh, what can I do for you, huh? We'd like to come in and talk a spell. Well, it's, it's rather late. What I have to say won't keep... Well, then, come in. How come your servant didn't open the door? Oh, uh, why, he, he left my employee. I guess I must have missed him when he took the train. Yes, you must have. We can talk here. I see you have a bandage on your hand. Did huh? you hurt it some way? I, I cut it. Now, what do you want to talk to me about? About two killings. And I think maybe a third. What do you mean? The old woman that was killed last night, Widow Brady, you didn't know her. And Matt Ryerson, he was killed tonight. And your servant, when did he die? You, you're insane. No, we're not, Mr. Sebastian. First time I looked at your hands, I knew there was something wrong about you. They're covered with hair, just like the hair of a wolf. But they're only covered at night, not in the daytime. You, you don't know what you're talking about. And you didn't cut your hands, Bastion. We shot you when you tried to attack you, us tonight. You have no proof, Craig. You, you're accusing me of being, being a shapeshifter, a werewolf. You, you don't expect people to believe you, do you? I don't care what they believe. We know what you are. We're going to see that you can't kill anyone else. You, you don't think that you can stop me, do you, Craig? Huh? Look at his hands, Sheriff. Yes, 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 look at me, Craig. Wait, 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 then we shall see who you will tell. a mistake about that. No. Sebastian is dead. I'll never forget what I saw. Right before our eyes, he changed. First into an animal, and then as he was dying. Back into a man. You'd better forget it if you know what's wise. People aren't going to believe you now that he's dead. If he was alive and the murders went on, then they'd believe you. But not now. Officially, I killed Sebastian in the line of duty for the murder of three people. Unofficially, and you and I know the truth, I killed a wolf who was the demon of the night. And welcome back. What a twist. I'm pretty sure a lot of us saw that coming from a mile away. But it's a fun episode. It's It just goes to show you that even the simplest plot can entertain you. Because this episode, I've listened to it, no joke, probably about a thousand times. And I'm not exaggerating. 
uh, there's just something about that story that I really enjoyed. So, and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. So that's going to do it for this episode of Lyle's Mystery Theater. Hope you enjoyed the first episode and look forward to many more to come. Because believe me, the Hall of Fantasy has, I think, maybe 77 episodes available online. And um, there's other great shows like Quiet Please, the, the Price of Fear. There's one called The Hermit's Cave that I really enjoy. So I'm going to scour all of those and find the ones that I really enjoy so they can go on first. And then after that, I'll, I'll pick and choose whatever goes on because some of the episodes are great. Some of them aren't as entertaining, but they're still a lot of fun. So that's going to do it for this episode. If you have any requests of what you want to hear, go ahead and send those to the Halloween podcast at gmail.com. You can send me comments, questions, suggestions that I just said, uh, anything like that. Go ahead and send it there. You can find me on Twitter at the Halloween Pod. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, what's Facebook? Facebook.com slash the Halloween Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you can go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Those always help. You could also go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash amazing advertising. There's always bonus content up there for you guys. And if you want to become a paying sponsor, you can do it that way. Thanks again for listening. And I'll see you next week. Good night.